0: Previously on Maro's Place. Administrators didn't find any weapons on the student, but they did find this book. It's a book called Death Note. Uh, it's kind of a Japanese-style comic book that is very dark.
1: The book talks about, quote, suicide as a valid cause of death with it. A journal of sorts, also titled Death Note. Inside, a passage saying the human whose name is written in this note shall die. And behind those pages,
0: a list of students' names. It's like a witch's spell. If you write their name in here, some harm will come to them. Not just spe- there was no specific threat. There was no uh, specific. I'm going to harm people of Earth.
1: How are you?
0: Give me a hell yeah! Oh my! Broadcasting live! To tape from the new Society Theater in the most standoffish city in the world outside of Austria. Seattle, Washington. I'm listening. You're listening to a podcast of a world gone mad. This is The Society Show.
1: You know, we're living in a society.
0: On today's episode. We're having an epic gamer moment today, folks. I have a guest who will be joining me shortly. His name is Chris. Um, Chris Chaotix, he has a Twitch stream, and so we are going to talk about gaming. This was prompted uh, for several reasons. One, Sony and Microsoft recently released their new price points on their consoles, and also Bethesda was purchased by Microsoft, which... We'll talk about this later in the episode, but it's probably the closest thing in consumer electronics to win Disneybot Fox. It's basically the video game equivalent. It'll have big impact on the consumer economy, in my opinion, and it's worth checking into. It. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun talking about games. It's something I like to do as a hobby, but I don't get to talk about it on the show, so... I hope you enjoy this very special episode. And please welcome my guest, Chris. Video game lover, please, please clap. clap. Other, say, video game lover, please clap. clap. Please welcome my guest for this episode, Chris Chaotix. uh has the Twitch stream Twitch.tv slash chris Chaotix, Chaotix with an x um chris welcome to the show hello there hello thank you for having me yeah and uh we go way back i mean i i can bleep this bleep this in posts if you don't want it broadcasted but did you go to <laughs> i know you went to. but uh no i did not go to it i was uh Oh, sweet. But so, yeah, Yeah. we do go as far back as about ninth grade. I mean, I'll be honest, like we weren't super close at high school, but I mean, I knew you and it's nice to catch up. (laughs) Uh,
1: We had a lot of mutual friends.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, So uh, today we are going to focus on a video game episode. Normally the show is more focus on news especially international news but to start go play a video game what games have you been playing in uh, on your stream or not on your stream what do you think of them so
1: the the games i play on stream versus off stream are very very different i love to play multiplayer stuff on stream because it gets you know the chat more um more just it keeps them more interested because I feel like a single player campaign that's slow paced is definitely something you need to experience off stream so you can get immersed in the world and that type of thing. So I like to like keep that stuff off stream, but when it comes to like on stream, I like to play you know, like Call of Duty, Overwatch, uh, Fortnite if I'm drunk enough, um, you know, that kind of stuff. We'll yeah. It's been kind of like, you know, Last of Us, uh, Uncharted and, you know, very single heavy, uh, player heavy stories.
0: Yeah, I actually started playing the first Last of Us yesterday because if I remember right at the beginning of quarantine, Sony gave that away for free and I had, <laughs> yeah. I had never yeah. played it. Um, and I just set up a new stereo system So I was like I want to play a one player game That will uh, make the most Of the stereo system Nice that's a good one yeah, and, One um, of my
1: favorite games of all time
0: Yeah it's pretty fun so far And normally I don't like that kind of Linear single player games But this I see why people Liked it so much yeah um some of the other games i have been playing well the two other main ones is uh, have you tried the new tony hawk pro skater or do you oh have any my interest gosh. uh
1: i've been meaning to get it i haven't got it yet i played the demo when it was like first announced back in like i don't know like beginning of august or whatever um and uh, I'm so looking forward to it. I I grew up playing the Tony Hawk games. Same. Um, so uh, I'm so excited. I'm glad that the soundtracks the same. Uh, the, the, I, Tony Hawk single handedly uh, made me love music.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it it's defined a great my music soundtrack. taste.
1: Yeah, it defined my musical taste going forward. So I love it. Somewhere. yeah
0: it's a fun game i always thought i was really good at tony hawk but i've been playing online a lot and you know here or there i can win a match but most of the time i just get absolutely spanked by some of these people <laughs> uh yeah it, it, i i have
1: not played tony hawk since like 2009 or eight. <laughs> Honestly, (laughs) yeah, so I'm kind of nervous going back to it, but I loved it. I love those franchises.
0: Yeah, I actually have a ps2 and uh, I just went back to try Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4 and it's nice. It's a little weird because the new tony hawk remaster feels a lot more like how i remember it feeling than the actual game from mm-hmm. way back when
1: and that's exactly what a lot of reviewers are saying <laughs> that might be the best way to describe that game it re- it plays exactly how you remember it playing without actually playing it how it actually played that <laughs> yes makes <any> sense. exactly <laughs>
0: Yeah, and the other game I've been playing a lot, I don't know if this is really up your alley, but I'm always playing Civilization Six.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> uh, you know, the last time I played the Civ games, I can't remember which Civ it was, but it was, like, again, probably around that time, 2009, 2010. I don't know which Civ that was at the time. Yeah, but, probably uh, four awesome. or five. Yeah, I think it was four or five, yeah. But yeah, other good games. I just I I don't have enough time in the world to you know play that kind of game. <laughs> yeah,
0: my my ritual is late at night, put on a podcast and play for a few hours. They just yeah. added. Uh, if anyone's curious, and then we can move on. Uh, they just they have been adding a new update where basically every couple of months they add a couple new civilizations and new stuff, and the new one introduced. Gaul as in like where the barbarians lived in France and Byzantium, it's more like Northern France by Belgium, and then Byzantium, which is the East Roman Empire after the Roman Empire collapsed. I'm really stoked about that, because I really like that era of history, but uh, (laughs) um, we can uh, move on. I actually have a quiz for you. Uh, I think it'll be fun. Uh, It'll be short. Basically, what I have done is I've compiled a list of six proper nouns um some of them are branded some not and then i'll name three things they could be and you guess what they are so that's a little vague but uh once i do it it should make sense i always like a challenge bring it on (laughs) okay and uh one thing so there will be six questions how many do you think you can get
1: how many do i think i can get
0: and that it'll be a um, choice out of three. So you have a one in three chance of just getting one by luck. I want you to set the parameters of what you think your success is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'll just say four. <laughs> okay. If you get four, you will win. Winner. So uh, let's get to it. All right. So... Dodoma, D O D O M A. Oh okay, God, have no idea. <laughs> is that there's three options? Is that All a right. foreign capital city? Is it a phone app? Or is it a PlayStation Two game? Dodomad. mud uh, oh! I'll say D O D O M A. Dodoma. Oh, Dodoma.
1: Mhm. Oh.
0: Oh my gosh and it's
1: uh I'm, i feel like i know it but i am not 100 sure i'm gonna say a ps2 game
0: that is incorrect it is in fact the foreign capital of tanzania <laughs> right, sorry i missed i skipped that day in school to <laughs> remember that okay so uh number two mont blus so all one word spelled m-o-n-t no space B L E U. Is that a foreign capital city? Is it a casino slash resort? Or is it an esports team? Say it one more time. The options uh, are the. No, that's just the word, the word. Mont Bleu. M O N T B L E
1: U. And what was the second option? I missed that one.
0: The options are. Is that a foreign capital city again? Is it a casino resort? Or is it an esports team? I'm going to say casino resort. That is correct. That is uh, a casino in Stateline, Nevada, immediately across the border border from Lake Tahoe in California. (laughs) Good guess. Okay, so this last one, or this next one, fly quest you might know this one all one word is that a esports team a k-pop band or a playstation 2 game fly quest i
1: don't think it's an esports team i'm gonna go back to a
0: ps2 game it is in fact an American League of Legends <laughs> eSports team owned by the Milwaukee Bucks co-owner Wesley Edens. I've never heard of them. <laughs> um, maybe they're not popular. I just found this on Wikipedia and it had a, okay. <laughs> it had a, a somewhat lengthy Wikipedia page so it's like maybe people have heard of it. Um, the next one, Wolfram Alpha. Uh, Two separate words. Wolfram Alpha. Is that a casino resort? Is that a K-pop band? Or is that a phone app? I'm going to say K-pop band. That is incorrect. It is an app like Wikipedia, specifically for math and science. Oh, I guess a lot of people don't use it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Two more. So Indonesia, as in the country Indonesia, but rather than an I at the beginning, an E. Indonesia. Is that a K pop band, a PlayStation 2 game, or a casino resort? Oh god, it's either the first one
1: or the last one. I'm gonna say. Wait, wait, no, the first one was the casino,
0: right? So it's uh, option one, K pop band. Option 2, PlayStation 2 game Or Option 3, Casino Resort Okay, I believe it's a K-pop band again That is incorrect
1: Oh, screw it
0: (laughs) Indonesia, uh, this is kind of a tricky one Because it was only released in Japan But it is an adventure game for the PlayStation 2 Published by Enix Uh,
1: Don't get those imports, people
0: (laughs) And uh, the last one Kanaka, it's spelled K-N-O-K-K-E, Kanaka. Is that a casino resort, a foreign capital city, or is it a prescription drug? Well, I don't know much about prescription drugs, but I'm going to go with the capital. That is also sadly incorrect. That is a <laughs> casino uh, and coastal er, a casino in the coastal resort town wow. Kanaka in Belgium. I, well, Belgium. <laughs> yes, it is a resort casino uh, in Belgium. And sadly, with that being said, it looks like you did not reach no. four out of six. That's fine. <laughs> I hope you like the quiz, though. Kanaka, that does not sound, sound Belgium at all. <laughs> yeah uh, well let's see i think it i think that might be a flemish word it, it is similar to dutch so just imagine dutch and if you yeah, know any well. <laughs> um, um yeah that, that about covers it though i, I had fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> all those questions came out of left field for me yeah i i mean they were meant to be hard so let's get into let's talk about the new consoles that is a big reason i wanted to do this is because they just released the pricing and that warrants an episode in my eyes so uh Mm -hmm. i'll run down these consoles just the details feel free to say say whatever you want at any time um the xbox series x and s they'll be released november 10th pre-orders just started september 22nd the series x will be 4.99 the series s will be 2.99 wow Uh, the the series x will have you know full visuals 4k Ray tracing, all that. Wow. Uh, The Series S will have kind of downgraded visuals a little bit. Unfortunately, yes. So, considering what they did to differentiate these $200 price difference. I need to make some extra money for the boys' Christmas presents. uh, Lower quality uh, hardware for the Series S. How are you feeling about these new Xboxes? So um before we compare obviously uh here's
1: my opinion of the xbox series x just the x not so much the series s uh i i at first i was on board but then i saw the price (laughs) you know i i feel like the price does not warrant the hardware that it's supporting and i'm not sure if that's uh Who knows what, you know, the Series X is going to be like two years from launch, but I feel like, uh, I don't know. I just, I feel like they could have done better with the tech inside um, when comparing it um, later on to the PS5. But that's another time to talk about that, obviously. As far as the Series S goes, I might pick one up just to have um, uh, an Xbox, but I don't know uh i'm not crazy about the design either
0: the like refrigerator
1: cube (laughs) looking (laughs) thing i already have a mini refrigerator in my room i don't need another one (laughs) that sucks up all the power and i don't know uh it's 4k that's great 60 fps i'm surprised we, we don't have consoles that can run you know higher than that as of right now i mean there's 8k 120 but not everyone's gonna be able to support that because you need either an 8K TV or a 4K TV. A lot of people are not going to pick that up because they're still working with their just fine 1080p TVs. Yeah, so, that's where
0: know. I'm at. I was looking at TVs, though, recently, and I was kind of shocked how cheap you can get a 4K TV. Like, there was one yes. for 250 Yeah, absolutely. And But they're
1: usually, you know, brands you never heard of. <laughs> like, you know... Yeah, that was just some like
0: Amazon bestseller for yeah, TV. Yeah, exactly.
1: Jeff Bozo. Listen, uh, pro tip, ladies and gentlemen, never trust the Amazon bestsellers. <laughs> they're I, bestsellers for a reason because everybody buys them because they're cheap.
0: I will put uh, one exception on that. I do use it for when I'm buying any sort of RCA cables. Uh, oh yeah. Convert, well, that's fine. you know, basic <laughs> electronics. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's a good. Place. Anything under twenty bucks is usually good and can be reliable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, And so I guess for my issue with the Xbox And I want to know what you think about it Is um, Why would someone Get an Xbox when all of the Xbox exclusive games Also go to PC now Like I suppose if you don't play Any games on PC You might get an Xbox but I mean you can still get a Playstation I don't know it just seems Like right. it's this a little is, you know- Redundant And when we make our decision at the end of this,
1: this is going to come down to it. Uh, I had I have been an Xbox player for the past decade, basically. And I've always chose Xbox over PlayStation, which is funny because I grew up with a PlayStation one and PS2. But then I converted over to Xbox because I felt like it was the better console at the time. Um, Everything that is exclusive on Xbox will also be on PC. And you can, I believe if the if it's still a thing, I haven't looked in a while. Uh, I believe you can um, share your games that you own on Xbox as well as your PC so you can have the same same file and transfer between the two. I don't know if that I know that was announced a few years ago. I'm not sure if that's a thing now anymore with the X coming out. So maybe you can fact check me on that.
0: Yeah, as far as I know, that will still continue. But I, I don't follow Xbox. I have a PS4, so when I follow... And I'm not a huge gamer, so when I follow news, I tend to focus on Sony, to be honest. Right. But, um, yeah, I I think i don't play a lot of games on pc personally so and then a 299 xbox that is actually a pretty good deal it is a shame that it doesn't go up to 4k but that did pique my interest a little bit right
1: Uh, yeah that's yeah 299 for a new xbox absolutely uh shame about the 4k but you know i don't have a 4k tv um i probably won't get one for you know Probably another two years. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just fine with what I have. I only use my TV really nowadays to watch movies and Netflix, that type of thing. Um, <laughs> funny enough, you know, that's when my Xbox One turned into. It's just an FX plate machine now.
0: <laughs> yes, I built
1: this PC to stream because I wanted to start my streaming career. So I built this um, last year in December, and I never went back to my Xbox. Not that I don't like playing on my Xbox. I love the feeling of laying back on your bed or couch and just have a controller in your hand and relax and dive into a game you know mm-hmm. there, that that feeling will never be beat and that's why part of me is going to miss the xbox because i love the xbox controller it just feels right it feels good um they're not changing the design and that's why i might pick up the series x um i'm sorry series s is what i meant but Everything, like you said, that is on Xbox can also be played on PC. And if that's the case, I'm just going to probably pick it up on PC and not bother buying an Xbox.
0: Yeah. And, uh, another thing that kind of factors in for me, I guess, is they, uh, Microsoft is making it clear with the Series X, Series S, that they're going to really make iterative. Uh, wait, is that how you say it? iterative? Iterative? Today, Junior! different iterations of the xbox series um kind of like a pc how you know you could get a a better one at any moment there's always a better one um so i kind of think if i'm gonna consider this i probably will honestly wait a year or two and that's the same with ps5 like i'm fine with what i have now so i i imagine when
1: Remember when the first generation of PS3s came out? They were awful.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were $600, too. Your money or your life. Yeah, that's ridiculous.
1: They were awful. Sure, the reason why it was so much was the, the expensive tech inside it that nobody could access at the time and Bl- Blu-ray. That was a huge selling factor for the uh, PlayStation 3. Was uh, It was Blu-ray compa- uh, compatible.
0: Yeah, definitely. In fact, I will say the only... Generation of PlayStation I have never owned is PS3.
1: Yeah, I feel like a lot of people skip the PS3 and that's why everyone became like an Xbox three sixty person.
0: Yes. Um so well let's get to it. Let's talk about the PlayStation 5. So this is releasing November twelfth. Here at least, so two days mm-hmm. after the Xbox, it releases November twelfth. U- U.S., Japan, Canada, Mexico, New Zealand, Australia, South Korea, rest of the world November nineteenth. Okie dokie. The prices are four ninety nine and three ninety nine. The three ninety nine is digital only, and uh, the interesting fact about that is the four hundred dollar model is exactly the same technically as the $500 model just without the uh, disk drive as far as I can know that's what everything wow. seems to say
1: that is correct
0: um, yeah so how do you feel about the new PS5? So I think that's genius I think I
1: love that they're giving the people the option to have either physical media or not have a physical media um, uh, I believe if I am correct uh, well before I get into that can we talk about the design real quick yeah, go for it <laughs> before we really get into it i at first hated the design i thought the white and the black just the way it's architecturally built looked awful but then i looked into why it was built that way and i think it's genius that the air vents uh allow the air to um go out from the just lead everything to one side just blow out versus how the xbox the heat is uh being released from um upwards rather than outwards um outside of that um i I just don't like the design yeah (laughs) i mean it
0: does look I, my biggest issue with it is it just looks bulky, and the flat fact that it's so rounded makes it hard yes. to store it's anywhere. It's gonna
1: definitely stand out in a room. <laughs> that, that, yes, that's exactly what I don't want to happen with my consoles. I don't like things to stand out too much, unless that's my sole purpose of it. If there's an all black version, I'll definitely pick that up. But um, I don't know. I'm not crazy about the design too much, and um, I just. Uh, the version I'm looking at really is the digital version because I think digital media is dying out. And um, I'm glad that it's – I don't know why it's $100 cheaper. To, uh, is because is, is there a lot of money to just insert disk drive? I don't know too much about that.
0: Uh, yeah, that's a good question because for me, like with my PS4, I'd say – of my games are digital but say a lot of times I'll ask someone for like a a gift and I'll ask for a game and they'll get me a physical so I I think for me it's like I'm already mostly digital anyway I'm sure there's people who are way more digital than I am where they won't miss the disk drive for one second
1: I I love physical media I collect things you know if you look at my stream you can see all the stuff behind me but like I like that. There's an option and I feel like I'm kind of converting over to digital media more than just having a physical disc And but I like looking at you know, <laughs> my collection of games, right, rather than just seeing a library on a screen, you know, yeah, and It's I don't know. I'm still kind of torn but I, the fact that it's a hundred dollars uh, Difference is really is weird to me
0: yeah, I mean, if to install a disk drive in a computer, you probably only have to pay, what, like $30, $40? If that, really. <laughs> yeah. If that. Um, yeah, so I feel like the disk drive one is more just people who really don't care about spending another $100 or people who really care about watching uh, Blu-rays or something right. like that. I'll make a prediction, actually. I believe
1: probably 80% of people are going to pick up the digital only version and the other 20 is going to be people who like you know are like streamers or uh youtubers that like to have physical media yeah just lying around so
0: that's my prediction with that yeah i agree so um i get. let's get into comparing them directly we basically have been but uh so the The most obvious thing that stands out to me is the cheap PS5 is $400. The cheap Xbox is 300 But it seems like, you know, the cheap PS5 is the default one. Like, all you lose is the disk drive. And to me, it seems like the Xbox Series X, the more expensive one, seems like the default because you lose more features with the cheaper one. What do you think about mm-hmm. that? Um,
1: I, I feel like, I don't know, nickel and diming the Xbox is kind of doing in a way, hiding all their good stuff within the more expensive thing that is clearly, even at its most expensive, is not as good as the PS5, in my opinion, with what they're packing. But, uh, I'm sorry, I got out of track. What was the question
0: again? <laughs> um, basically, like, I guess I didn't have a question, but... Uh, I guess, do you see the Series X as the default Xbox and the PS5 without the disk drive as the default PS5? Oh, yeah, yeah. I would agree with that 100%. Okay, yeah. Um, And so in that case, you know, the, the... it's 400 versus 500 for, But also you have the 500 model The PS5 um, I have some exclusive games here Stop me if any of them interest you On PS5 Some exclusive games they have Is Spider-Man Miles Morales Did you play oh, the yeah. other Spider-Man?
1: Absolutely That's going to be a must have for me
0: that, yeah that's cool i have never played it uh it is the type of game that sony will definitely put on sale a lot because it's first party and it'll yeah, probably it's end a up being title launch yeah it'll
1: do very good in the long run
0: yeah as far as sales go and then um there's also the a new horizon zero dawn called horizon two forbidden west have you ever played that's- the first one I have, and the best way I can describe it is uh, Legend of Zelda
1: meets something like Dark Souls, but like a toned-down version of that.
0: Yeah. And it's very
1: cool. I love love the world, I love the acting, the voice acting, the graphics, art design, everything. It's uh, definitely, um, the second one's going to be a good one, I feel like.
0: Yeah, that is another one that I always... Have my eye on in the PS4 store, wait to see if it'll go down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it's a good one. It's a good one to really get it immersed in the world. Yeah, by default it's twenty dollars because it's in the PlayStation Hits, but I'm i re- I'm cheap, so what can I say? <laughs> uh so Aren't we all uh and then also Gran Turismo seven, any opinion on that?
1: it's a it's another
0: gran turismo that's all i gotta say <laughs> yeah i will say i am a big fan of racing games i played quite a few the most recent one i played was need for speed payback which wasn't great but you know it's just fun to so if i can sigh attention here for a minute go for it uh the last gran
1: turismo i played was gran turismo 3 on the ps2
0: yeah that's and a great that, game that
1: yeah, it was great. Um, and then I feel like after that, it was just the same game over and over again with better graphics. And you know that can that can sell people. It doesn't sell me. I like to see new features, new mechanics, new type of thing. I mean, I'm sure they fine tuned everything to make it like this perfect racing simulation. Yeah, but that's that's not my type of game. I like games like Burnout. I like games like you know racing games like Burnout or Blur or you know the arcadey side of racing games. I love that.
0: I agree. Um, I tend to agree. Uh, the, I mean, the racing game I've probably played the most of in the past couple years was the Burnout Paradise Remaster. Yep. yep I, yep. I've gotten almost all the, the trophies in that. So
1: I'm indifferent to that game, but I can see why people like it. Um, I prefer Burnout uh, Three. That's, that was the last good Burnout, in my opinion.
0: I, yeah, I like the open world personally i see Um, uh, i like i just like spacing i don't
1: want to i don't like driving to the race if that makes any sense
0: yeah i get that um and then on xbox we have of course halo infinite killing spree Uh, um
1: after what i saw with the uh the previews and the gameplay i'm not impressed um, which sucks because I used to love the Halo franchise. I played the crap out of Halo Three, uh, multiplayer and single player. Reach, even a little bit of mo- uh, Halo Four. Um, and then then Halo Five came out and ruined my uh, love for the franchise. Um, but that's another topic for another time. Uh, the game looks like it's going back to its roots a little bit with the original um, Halo Combat Evolved style, and that excites me um i'm hoping the story is good if i ever do pick it up i can't wait for the single player but that's about it everything else is kind of lackluster for me
0: yeah i guess my issue with it is to be honest i'll probably never play it even though i was a halo fan way back i, I the last one i played was reach yeah i play in it but i've played all of them before that um I guess what I've seen of this game, it just looks a little too samey. Like, I with the name Halo Infinite, I was expecting a huge, like, reimagining. But everything that I've seen, I'm, I feel like this looks like the Halo I've already seen.
1: Yeah, but, that, you know, that's, but that works for a lot of people. And that's why I think a lot of, you know, the hardcore, even some casual Halo players will pick it up and probably have a good time with it. But me being a casual halo player i just it doesn't grab my attention right away
0: yeah and then um there's this game i don't really know much about it senua's saga hellblade 2 does uh... so the, the original oh, hellblade
1: was uh a, the original hellblade was really good um it was very story-driven, um, and the acting was amazing, and it really store it really told this really cool visual tale. Uh, a lot of people are gonna love Hailblade too, and um, but I don't think I'll pick it up. Uh, it's it's kind of draining how good the story is if that makes if that makes any sense. It's definitely for those who want a good narrative, uh, visual driven video game
0: yeah that's the game with like a psychosis mechanic right yes
1: correct yeah
0: that seems interesting but yeah we'll see and then we have uh in a similar vein to gran turismo any further thoughts? thoughts on forza motorsport 8
1: the direct competitor to gran turismo and somehow they started later than
0: Gran Turismo and they're already up to 8 somehow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they also released the Forza Horizon games, which aren't even included in the numbering. Right.
1: Uh, but the thing is, uh, if, uh, again, side to agent the Horizon games are actually good, in my opinion. They're more arcade and less race simulation. Yeah. And they're actually really fun, but like the, the core Forza Motorsport racing games are exactly like Gran Turismo, and they just in fact they might look a little better than gran turismo in some some games but uh i haven't seen too many previews of uh the eighth one so i really don't have an opinion but it kind of sideline or goes with my thoughts on gran turismo it's just another racing simulation
0: yeah and lastly any thoughts on stated decay three uh never played the franchise to have no thoughts <laughs> yeah same uh I know it's a zombie game it it seems cool but i i'm not i'm kind of over zombies well well, let me ask you something yeah i was about (laughs) to ask that like
1: are we zombied out yet (laughs) i feel like zombies have been done for the past 10 years of all the 2010s everything had zombies and i'm kind of zombied out honestly it's
0: weird because i was thinking around i'd say the middle of 2010 that Uh, the zombie thing was already kind of run its course you know even going back to the 2000s there were a lot of iconic zombie movies um well i mean you know we had games
1: that were very zombie heavy you know like the 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 uh resident evil games had zombies and that's the one that kind of pioneered the whole that genre of game and Uh, Then, you know, the zombies kind of went uh, went away for a while in the later 2000s. And then, like, when Black Ops came out and introduced that new zombies mode, um, that's when zombies really took off again. Then everything had zombies, you know.
0: Yeah. At this point, I feel like it's become less of a... uh... Like, before it was a common story technique, and now it's just kind of melded right. into just like general storytelling of things that you could always take from. <laughs> the know? only
1: way I can get excited for Zombies again is if they introduce or announce a new Left for Dead game. That's
0: it. Yeah, that would be cool. That's all I got. Um yeah at the same time though if like last of us those have zombies but at the same time there's but see, a... the zombies the zombies in that game were an accent
1: an add-on they were just like kind of like a prop in this world of a very story driven narrative so it didn't bother me too much
0: yeah there's one moment that like i said i just started it but at the beginning of last of us that i thought was really interesting where so the the guy is carrying his daughter. right? Oh yeah, spoilers. Where are we in spoilers <laughs> territory? <laughs> this is in the first like 20 minutes, but uh, uh, it's still a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, so he's carrying his daughter, and then some some military guy it calls yep. and it's like, oh, they're not infected. What do I do? And then he tells them to kill him. So he right. shoots at him. And I thought that was a really interesting take because they're basically saying, yeah, there are zombies in this world, but the pr- brutality of the world doesn't really start and end with the zombies. That's just yeah. part of the brutality because yeah. none of these people were infected.
1: Well, I mean, uh, some of them were later earlier on. That's why the whole pandemic Oh, happened, yeah. But... J-
0: none none involved in the scenario. Like, yeah, I gotcha, the, I gotcha, yeah. I gotcha. Um, so, Let's talk about backwards compatibility. Uh, Xbox seems a little more gung-ho on giving uh, backwards compatibility. The PS5 will have almost all PS4 games you can play on it, whereas uh, the Xbox Series consoles will have all Xbox One games and then a select Xbox 360 and original Xbox games. I will say, ultimately, with the amount of games being remastered and re-release, having select Xbox 360 and original Xbox games isn't the appeal it might otherwise be, but do you have any thoughts on this?
1: So, uh, I can almost... uh, The the whole backwards compatibility thing never really bothered me, because I still have all my older consoles. So, if I wanted to play an older game, I'll just... I have I'll just dust off the old console plug it in and play uncharted one or something Uh, Which is why the the fact that? um, PS5 is non backwards compatible except for the ps4 games um, Doesn't bother me at all Um, Xbox is pretty much Everything is everyone's here, you know type of thing and that's cool. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people will love that Um, But again with physical media dying out um, Everything's gonna be digital now which is why I think it's easier for games that are on the PS4 could just easily transfer over to the PS5 with no problem. So that doesn't bother me. Um, if I want to play older games again, I'll just dust off the old console and, uh, pop it in.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe, you know, this, I don't know, uh, when it comes to, uh, ps5 backwards compatibility let's say i log into the ps5 with my ps4 account will it just show all of the ps4 games in my library like it would on my ps4 it should uh xbox has that
1: feature uh, the xbox one um everything that i owned digitally on the 360 transferred over to the
0: xbox one so that's cool it was nice yeah um yeah and then let's talk about i mean I have the technical specs on here, but they're basically negligible differences. Like, the Series X has 3.8 gigahertz. PS5 is 3.5. It's like, that is a truly negligible difference as far as I can tell, at least. Uh, right. There's some other things. See,
1: the question is, are you going to see that difference?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I, I think it's basically a non-difference. There's the the biggest difference between specs is, so the Xbox Series X has 12 teraflops, PS5 has 10.3 teraflops, but the Xbox Series S, the cheaper one, has only four teraflops. Will this make any difference that someone would notice?
1: Uh, man, when it comes to teraflops, I'm not too uh, uh, educational. Um <laughs>
0: I, at face value, I imagine so, but I, I really, really don't know. Yeah, it, I'm. I could be totally wrong, but I'm under the impression lower teraflops would mean uh, slower loading times or sl- loading times in general because they are marketing listen, is listen, no. Loading ladies time. and gentlemen,
1: <laughs> if the loading times are not like how they were in the '90s. They're barely barely noticeable. I, if something loads for over 10 seconds, that's not gonna bother me. <laughs> you know? Yeah, same Too much So unless it's like popping, like if it's like in-game poppins like a mountain just popped in because it wasn't loaded properly um, Then that's obviously noticeable, but I don't think The two uh, 10
0: 10.3 and 12 is gonna make a huge difference. Oh yeah, the 10.3 and 12 That definitely won't The 4 teraflops though I don't really know what difference that'll make
1: Yeah, we'll have to wait and see Who knows
0: (laughs) Yeah, Um, I'm not super tech savvy But uh, I guess That basically spells out Everything I have to say about it So uh, it's time For our evaluation Uh, I'll start with my thoughts Uh, It seems like the best value is the playstation 5 without a disc drive it's 400 dollars, which is reasonable and the only real thing you miss out on is the disc drive which you know as we talked about isn't a big deal uh i also think xbox in general is becoming a harder sell because xbox is so linked to pc uh but then again we'll talk about this in a minute but maybe the bethesda acquisition changes mm-hmm. things but uh Overall, what is your evaluation? So
1: I, I own a PC. Um, I'm almost, nowadays, strictly a PC gamer because I have to be because I stream on Twitch and I don't have a capture card to capture anything that I have on console. Um, if I am going to you know, buy a new console for the next generation um, come November, it's going to be a PS5. You cannot beat the exclusives it has. Um, it's just a better sell. Um, Spider-Man was a huge reason why I got a PS4 when it came out because uh, I loved the Spider-Man games growing up like on the old PS2 and um, They were really solid solid games and uh, they has Last of Us it has Uncharted. I had just so many good exclusives Anything everything like I said everything that comes to the Xbox will also be on PC So there's really no reason for me to go towards Xbox at all It's just um, And that sucks because I was an Xbox player for the past, you know, two generations. And this is the first time that there's not enough reason for me to buy one. So PS5
0: all the way. Yeah, so it looks like we are both Tony bros today. (laughs) God, I'm back to my roots. (laughs) Yes. All right, so let's transition to some news stories. Facts don't care about your feelings.
1: Giggity, 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 giggity.
0: Facts don't care about your feelings. These are facts. Microsoft bought ZeniMax, which means Microsoft owns Bethesda Softworks, and this means Microsoft now owns several game franchises, including Doom, what? Quake, what? Dishonored, what? Prey, what? And of course, the Elder Scrolls, what? And Fallout, what? any preliminary thoughts on that? So, this is, you know,
1: I can see your notes here. This is huge. Like, uh, uh, this is massive. And... Holy crap, um, Bethesda, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know wh- why they got bought out. Were they, like, in actual financial trouble, or did that
0: Microsoft just come up with a great deal, you know, off the bat? I don't know, because I'd never heard anything about them being for sale, potentially for sale. Right? Um, uh, like, what is this going to do? Like, um,
1: obviously, uh, we'll probably get into this, like, are they now going to be exclusively... On the xbox everything that's doomed dishonored prey and elder scrolls fallout like how's this going to go leading into the next generation like our deals being cut our contracts being torn like what's going on here
0: yeah so as of now there's two games uh being developed or published i think i have published by bethesda Deathloop and ghostwire tokyo Both are going to, yeah, like I said, be published by Bethesda, and they will appear on PlayStation before they appear on Xbox, which is very strange, (laughs) yeah. That is very weird. um, Xbox, I think this is the president, Phil Spencer, is that his name? Yes. Yeah, so Phil Spencer said... Um, that in the future they will decide whether Bethesda games will also come to Playstation on a quote case by case basis. Wow
1: well I mean good on them I mean if they play ball with Sony or Playstation rather that's cool but I can't see that happening I think Xbox wants to have the exclusives you know they, they direly need more exclusives to compete with Sony in that department but, Yeah. going back to it everything that's on Xbox will be on PC, so.
0: Yeah, I kind of wonder, like, for example, I saw that, like, over twice as many people, maybe like eighty percent of console players who played Doom, that might be wrong, but something really high played on PS5. So maybe for say a game like Doom, they would release it on PS5. But I so here's s- what I'm he- oh, here's ahead. what I'm thinking. Yeah, it, I think
1: um, with the more casual quote unquote games like Doom, um, or I guess that's it. <laughs> um, you know, maybe Fallout as well might um, be also on PlayStation for the foreseeable future, um, but everything like maybe Elder Scrolls, though know, the for the, the the hardcore fan base is going to be exclusive to Xbox because Microsoft wants that fan base. They want the exclusives, so that's my thought on that.
0: Yeah, uh, Elder Scrolls is what I had in mind too because I mean, before before Oblivion. Elder Scrolls was a PC, uh, a PC game. Right. Of course, Morrowind came to... Uh, oops, sorry about that. Oh, you didn't hear that. that sound <laughs> came up on my computer. But uh, Morrowind um, did come to Xbox, but even when you play it on Xbox, you feel like you're playing a PC game on a console. Right. It does not feel optimized for uh, consoles. Right. So that seems like a logical choice to make it Xbox and PC only.
1: There is one good thing that's going to come out of this and that's that Skyrim is not going to be available on the PS5 Because that game has been ported to everything So far it's been ported on the Wii U. It's been ported to the Switch. It's been ported to PC multiple times It's been ported to the uh, Xbox One. It's been ported to my freaking cell phone Your refrigerator (laughs) My refrigerator, my couch (laughs) Yeah so I'm happy that I'm not going to see on the PS5, so I don't have to deal with that. I need Skyrim to just go sit in a corner, stay there, and let, let's get the next Elder Scrolls going.
0: Yeah, and I will say, as a longtime Elder Scrolls fan, I do like Morrowind and Oblivion better than Skyrim, <laughs> personally. Yeah, you
1: know what? I think, I think the fact that I just saw so much of Skyrim after playing it for, like, whenever it first came out, I was just done with it, <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah uh so i'm gonna get into the specifics of this microsoft spent 7.5 billion dollars to buy ZeniMax, which is the biggest video game acquisition in american history the the only transaction larger than this is when the chinese conglomerate tencent bought supercell which is a developer that makes mobile games with microtransactions do you know any supercell games off the top i can't of your head? say i don't play any mobile games really yeah they're called like uh fort royale battle Royale. you know they have yeah. derivative names like that um <laughs> and supercell was bought for 8.6 billion that's the only thing that's bigger and um one little other detail about this the ZeniMax buyout is the largest buyout of a conventional console and pc publisher like bethesda the closest thing to this was when Bandai bought Namco, and that was only for 1.7 billion, just to give some gravity to this purchase. Sheesh! Wow, um, Namco
1: was not worth that much, apparently.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was back in I want to say early 2010s, 2000s, yeah, something on, like about that. Ten years ago. Um, and I mean. Personally, when I heard this, I thought this is the p- closest thing in the video game industry that they could get to when Disney bought Fox like that completely oh, yeah. altered. That's
1: probably the perfect comparison actually. Yeah. And I, it's just 7.5 billion. They must've really, really, really want it for whatever reason. I, this really, to me, when I heard this news, uh, when it came out a few days ago or a week ago, um, they just seemed to come out like out of left field really
0: <laughs> yeah it, it was very out of left field by the way do you have you ever listened to the giant bombcast or giant beast cast uh, i don't think so they they do a video game podcast i've listened to it for a while they're kind of connected and uh, there was a clip going around that was really funny from february where both shows <coughs> both shows got an email asking how likely are these things to happen on a scale of one to five. And one of them was Microsoft or Sony buying Bethesda. And they were both like one, that's never going to happen. And that was only this February. That was less than a half a year ago or about a half a year ago.
1: Yeah. Like this, I thought Bethesda was doing fine. Like they didn't need to, you know, be bought or even thought about the thought of being bought because look they have their own they have their own con they have their own press conferences they they really stand out from like you know the 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 trifecta Uh, if if the trifecta is ea activision and bethesda you know and uh, i just it's weird to me that this happened but hey i guess um (laughs) it brings uh content to xbox which is what it needs
0: (laughs) yeah i suppose so and uh with this next story this is more along the lines of what i normally talk about on this show but i really want your perspective because you do play call of duty the Uh, last one i played was uh (laughs) on playstation plus Plus. They recently had Call of Duty World War Two for free. Played the first level, and I was like, "I, I don't like this."
1: You, that's pretty much everyone's reaction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> World War Two is a not a good one.
0: Yeah, the, that's what I learned after playing it. I was like, "Are all the Call of Duties like this?" But... So, like, the thing is, quick sidestep, step. I, I am not a Call of Duty like
1: player so to speak the last call of duty besides this past one that just came out the last call of Duty i played was modern warfare 2 way back in 2000 oh wow
0: yeah i um, heard the new one's really good actually the modern warfare reboot game
1: really it, it just made me feel like i was back in high school with the game and the story and the characters design everything mechanically it felt good um, I've seen gameplay of the other Call of Duty's and it just never stood out to me. I wasn't really into the whole exo, you know, skeleton jump mm-hmm. swerve thing. And like it felt like they were trying to combine Halo and Call of Duty and I didn't like that. Um, so I feel like this game really went back to its roots and it got me excited, and that's why I love playing it on stream Warzone and multiplayer and all that stuff. Yeah. The single player was really good too
0: yeah th- that's good so uh let's talk about the new one call of duty black ops cold war um i'm gonna postulate some things and i want to know what you think about it so sure uh the game will be set during the 80s and the premise of the game is that ronald reagan uncovers a secret soviet spy codenamed perseus and starts a black op to stop the spy The game claims to be based on real events, although, uh, like, details are likely exaggerated. Like, there was that recent thing where in one of the newer Call of Duty games, there was... In the game, they attributed uh, a mass killing to Russia when in reality the U.S. perpetrated it. So they do some weird sleight of hands like that. And... um, Not only that, the Soviet spy named Perseus, who, uh, according to the synopsis, is part of the plot, may not have actually existed. Uh, If Perseus did exist, Reagan didn't know anything about them, and we only know about the spy. The spy may have existed um, due to, like, minor clues in old KGB documents, so I'm just spelling that out. Not that that really means anything. It is a game, but... uh,
1: Right, I mean, the way I'm seeing it is like, like you said, it's very exaggerated on like what could be real, but every movie in the world does that when they try to like interpret things that happen in real life. So it doesn't bother me too much that it's yeah. exaggerated. It's got to be interesting, so it has to be exaggerated. So to the player, anyways, and you have to remember, like Call of Duty's main fan base is the casual players, mm-hmm. and so they it needs to have their attention be driven, you know, to the for, to have a engaging story so to speak
0: yeah it kind of reminds me call of duty is kind of like the uh, equivalent of assassin's creed where assassin's creed is based on real history but it's so um, kind of cart or er, exaggerated changed. there's where it's like a cartoon history and that's okay right. i mean that's not a big deal um but i i I am going to speculate a little bit on potential state uh, collaboration in making in this this game. So let me lay out some some evidence. Uh, I'm not necessarily convinced the U.S. government collaborated in making it, but they could have had some influence. So in 2014, it was reported that Call of Duty developer uh, that a Call of Duty developer was collaborating with the Department of Defense. And people have pointed out that previous Call of Duty games, particularly Call of Duty Ghosts, portrays covert military operations against a socialist Venezuela. And the game weirdly foreshadowed a lot of things the U.S. actually did or tried to do in Venezuela, like sabotaging dams. Uh, Some people, some of the more paranoid people online, think that this was the U.S. kind of... uh, uh, manufacturing consent by making people comfortable with scenarios that they would consider in the future do you feel like that idea has any weight uh so i'm going to shed some light on this because i
1: actually know something about this game call of duty ghosts first of all a terrible call of duty game is the worst selling call of duty in the history of the franchise and i know this uh, after doing a little research as well that there were multiple writers on the project. They got fired mid-project and brought in a new uh, team of writers. So, uh, I, I I think that has something to do with how the story was handled and the whole thing with Venezuela. The um, but as far as like making people comfortable, I uh, I, I I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I don't think it is that cut and dry. But uh, I will say, I feel like. If the U.S. military had any input in this game, there are scenarios that they know are likely to happen uh, or that they're considering different scenarios. And that might be the type of thing they put in the game. So I don't think there's any grand conspiracy, but I do think... uh, there is a tenuous connection between what's portrayed in the game and what happened in real I life. I mean,
1: you know, the social commentary is a very major, you know, factor in these games. It always has been, and it's always going to be. And it's becoming more apparent, which each Call of Duty, or even any game that's going to have that type of, you know, uh, story. So... Who
0: knows? Yeah, and the the real interesting thing that I wanted to highlight is. Um... The United States has actually made it clear that their new foreign policy goals have switched from focusing on terrorism to focusing on a new Cold War. So I have a quote from Jim Mattis, the former Secretary of State of Defense, and he said, quote, We will continue to prosecute the campaign against terrorists that we are engaged in today, but great power competition not terrorism, is now the primary focus of U.S. national security, end quote. So, considering that, do you feel like there's any sort of influence that may have made Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War focused on the Cold War narrative, because that is, in fact, uh, the U.S. policy's more focus? Uh, uh, It it
1: could. It could also just be one giant freaking coincidence. (laughs) So yeah uh, I feel like we live in a world now where we kind of read too much into things, um, but at the same time, <laughs> there's a lot of evidence that supports those you know conspiracies or whatever. Um, but I, to me, I, it's just a coincidence. I think that you know, they just thought maybe going back to the Cold War time in the '80s, feeding off the Black Ops uh, franchise or a section of the Call of Duty games was going to be a good idea
0: yeah i i I tend to agree but with a, a little bit of a different uh, different view so I think you're right there i i I don't know if the government had any input in this and but the point I think I feel is that it kind of doesn't matter because people do realize that our society is directed more towards a a, a new cold war especially it's china russia it has a different appearance than the old cold war but it's certainly heightening and i i think the developers at call of duty could have just completely picked up on that on its own but no matter where it came from uh this new cold war narrative is definitely in the zeitgeist it's part of our times you know sure I'm sure maybe they thought that
1: too when, you know, developing a story, um, that, you know, we're at risk of a new cold war coming in, who knows when, but, I, I,
0: I don't like to think that way
1: personally, <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, the, yeah, we'll see, and depending on the content of the game, it could really illuminate things, uh. Like I said, um, we're gonna wrap up, but I just want to say I I don't exactly think they're collaborating with the government, but yeah, I don't think so either. I don't um, think so either. But there, I also think that the game could be a very useful propaganda. Um, and I don't mean propaganda in a negative way. I just mean in a right. way of like political to like advertising. Keep people,
1: yeah, informed in a way. Yeah, I gotcha.
0: Yeah. So. Um, Maybe I'll talk about that more on the Society Show once it comes out. But for now, uh, thank you for being a guest. It's been great having you. Oh, my pleasure. Do you want to do any plugs before uh, I sign off? I love doing plugs. All right. Uh yeah, hey guys, my name is
1: Chris Chaotix. I stream on Twitch three times a week over on twitch.tv slash Chris Chaotix You can follow me over there. Uh, I play games such as the lovely Call of Duty as we were t- just talking about uh, overwatch uh, I'd like to play retro games on Sunday recently. I've been playing a lot of uh, Nintendo 64 based games. So that's been a-, a nice blast from the past um, follow me on Twitter, uh, Chris Chaotix on everything, except actually Twitter, if that's funny enough. It's Chris underscore Chaotix, because there's a guy named Chris Chaotix who doesn't use his account. So, lovely. And, uh, yeah, thank you for having me. It's been fun. I love talking about video games and the new consoles. I can't wait to buy a PS5 if that ever comes down to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And... Uh... You can follow the sh- the society show on Twitter at society underscore show a similar situation where someone took the version without the underscore. You can also <laughs> follow me on Twitter at Christian is cool. Christian I Z cool is the spelled I Z. And you can write into the show's email at uh, society show podcast at gmail.com. If you want me to talk about something. Uh, thanks again for being a guest. Chris. Uh, no problem. I always love talking. So thank you for having me. Great. Have a great afternoon. Are we good? Oh, can you hear me? <laughs> you, yeah. I, after I said have a great afternoon, it just went silent. So oh, I, don't, I said <laughs> "I said
1: same uh, or something to the fact I guess you didn't hear me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I missed that. But uh, Have a great <laughs> afternoon and thanks again for being on the show. Oh, no problem, bye bye. Till next time, take care of yourself and each other. On the next arrested development. And uh,
1: I, you know, but I, I think that, uh, uh, you know, I, I think if, if, it, if there is an election, if there was an election, if people, depending on how many showed up, I think I will have done well, but who knows? We're going to find that out. I'm your higher up, and what I say goes. We need to have
0: all purchases recorded into our system. Using your big brain doesn't do that, dude. Count Umbranox has returned. After 11 years, he just walked back into Anvil,